Part three, propositions thirty-one to thirty-five of the Ethics by Spinoza. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Ethics by Benedict Spinoza. Translated by R. H. M. Elwes. Part three, propositions thirty-one to thirty-five. Proposition 31. If we conceive that anyone loves, desires, or hates anything which we ourselves love, desire, or hate, we shall thereupon regard the thing in question with more steadfast love, etc. On the contrary, if we think that anyone shrinks from something that we love, we shall undergo vacillation of soul. Proof. From the mere fact of conceiving that anyone loves anything, we shall ourselves love that thing, part three, proposition twenty-seven, but we are assumed to love it already. There is, therefore, a new cause of love, whereby our former emotion is fostered. Hence we shall thereupon love it more steadfastly. Again, from the mere fact of conceiving that anyone shrinks from anything, we shall ourselves shrink from that thing, part three, proposition twenty-seven. If we assume that we at the same time love it, we shall then simultaneously love it and shrink from it. In other words, we shall be subject to vacillation. Part 3, Proposition 17, Note. Quadnirat Demonstrandum. Corollary. From the foregoing, and also from Part 3, Proposition 28, it follows that everyone endeavours, as far as possible, to cause others to love what he himself loves, and to hate what he himself hates. As the poet says, As lovers, let us share every hope and every fear. Iron-hearted were he who should love what the other leaves. Footnote 9. Ovid. Amores. Part 2. Chapter 19. 4.5. Spinoza transposes the verses. Speremus parito. Parater meturamnus amantes. Ferreus est, si quis, quod sinit alter, amat. Note. This endeavour to bring it about, that our own likes and dislikes should meet with universal approval, is really ambition. See part 3, proposition 29, note. Wherefore we see that everyone by nature desires, apetere, that the rest of mankind should live according to his own individual disposition. When such desire is equally present in all, everyone stands in everyone else's way, and in wishing to be loved or praised by all, all becomes mutually hateful. Proposition 32. If we conceive that anyone takes delight in something, which only one person can possess, we shall endeavour to bring it about that the man in question shall not gain possession thereof. Proof. From the mere fact of our conceiving that another person takes delight in a thing, part three, proposition twenty-seven and corollary, we shall ourselves love that thing and desire to take delight therein. But we assumed that the pleasure in question would be prevented by another's delight in its object. We shall therefore endeavour to prevent his possession thereof. Part three, proposition twenty-eight. Cord irat demonstrandum. Note. We thus see that man's nature is generally so constituted that he takes pity on those who fare ill, 
and envies those who fare well with an amount of hatred proportioned to his own love for the goods in their possession further we see that from the same property of human nature whence it follows that men are merciful it follows also that they are envious and ambitious lastly if we make appeal to experience we shall find that she entirely confirms what we have said more especially if we turn our attention to the first years of our life. We find that children, whose body is continually, as it were, in equilibrium, laugh or cry simply because they see others laughing or crying. Moreover, they desire forthwith to imitate whatever they see others doing, and to possess themselves of whatever they conceive as delighting others, inasmuch as the images of things are, as we have said, modifications of the human body or modes wherein the human body is affected and disposed by external causes to act in this or that manner proposition thirty three when we love a thing similar to ourselves we endeavour as far as we can to bring about that it should love us in return proof that which we love we endeavour as far as we can to conceive in preference to anything else part three proposition twelve if the thing be similar to ourselves, we shall endeavour to affect it pleasurably in preference to anything else. Part 3, Proposition 29 In other words, we shall endeavour as far as we can to bring it about, that the thing should be affected with pleasure accompanied by the idea of ourselves, that is, Part 3, Proposition 13, Note, that it should love us in return. Quod erat demonstrandum. Proposition 34 the greater the emotion with which we conceive a loved object to be affected towards us, the greater will be our complacency. Proof. We endeavour, part 3, proposition 33, as far as we can, to bring about that what we love should love us in return. In other words, that what we love should be affected with pleasure accompanied by the idea of ourselves as cause. Therefore, in proportion as the loved object is more pleasurably affected because of us, our endeavour will be assisted, that is, part 3, proposition 11, and note, the greater will be our pleasure. But when we take pleasure in the fact that we pleasurably affect something similar to ourselves, we regard ourselves with pleasure, part 3, proposition 30. Therefore, the greater the emotion with which we conceive a love object to be affected, etc., quod erat demonstrandum. Proposition 35. If any one conceives that an object of his love joins itself to another with closer bonds of friendship than he himself has attained to, he will be affected with hatred towards the loved object and with envy towards his rival. Proof. In proportion as a man thinks that a loved object is well affected towards him will be the strength of his self-approval by the last proposition. That is, part three, proposition thirty, note, of his pleasure he will therefore part three proposition twenty eight endeavour as far as he can to imagine the loved object as most closely bound to him this endeavour or desire will be increased if he thinks that someone else has a similar desire part three proposition thirty one but this endeavour or desire is assumed to be checked by the image of the loved object in conjunction with the image of him whom the loved object has joined to itself therefore part three proposition eleven note he will for that reason be affected with pain 
accompanied by the idea of the loved object as a cause in conjunction with the image of his rival. That is, he will be, part 3, proposition 13, affected with hatred towards the loved object and also towards his rival. Part 3, proposition 15, corollary, which latter he will envy as enjoying the beloved object. Quod irat demonstrandum. Note. This hatred towards an object of love, joined with envy, is called jealousy, which accordingly is nothing else but a wavering of the disposition arising from combined love and hatred, accompanied by the idea of some rival who is envied. Further, this hatred towards the object of love will be greater in proportion to the pleasure which the jealous man had been wont to derive from the reciprocated love of the said object, and also in proportion to the feelings he had previously entertained towards his rival. If he had hated him, he will forthwith hate the object of his love, because he conceives it is pleasurably affected by the one whom he himself hates, and also because he is compelled to associate the image of his loved one with the image of him whom he hates. This condition generally comes into play in the case of love for a woman, for he who thinks that a woman whom he loves prostitutes herself to another will feel pain, not only because his own desire is restrained, but also because, being compelled to associate the image of her he loves with the parts of shame and the excreta of another, he therefore shrinks from her. We must add that a jealous man is not greeted by his beloved with the same joyful countenance as before, and this also gives him pain as a lover, as I will now show. End of Part 3, Propositions 31-35